When I was 17, I read a quote that went something like, if you live each day as if it was your last, someday you'll most certainly be right. <laughs> it made an impression on me. And since then, for the past 33 years, I have looked in the mirror every morning and asked myself, if today were the last day of my life, would I want to do what I am about to do today? And whenever the answer has been no for too many days in a row, I know I need to change something. Remembering that I'll be dead soon is the most important tool I've ever encountered to help me make the big choices in life. Because almost everything, all external expectations, all pride, all fear of embarrassment or failure, these things just fall away in the face of death, leaving only what is truly important. Remembering that you are going to die is the best way I know to avoid the trap of thinking you have something to lose. There is no reason not to follow your heart. Recently, I shared some time with my younger brother and his wife. We look back at video footage of ourselves from 20 years ago. Although we've aged well, it's becoming very apparent that age is catching up with us. This became even more clear to me when I scanned some old family photos. It's likely that my brother and I have more years behind us than in front of us. And it's starting to show. And as we complain about looking old, I can guarantee you that our older selves would look back at us and say, hey, you look pretty good. The age TikTok filter has confirmed that for me. And this is a filter that shows you your older version of yourself. And for me, I was pretty shocked to see myself as a much older man. I thought, well, I've got two paths. I'm likely gonna resemble this older version of myself in a few short years, or I won't be here at all. To be honest, neither path is encouraging to me. So this has got me thinking that I need to find more value in the present. What would that old version of me say to my current 50-year-old self? So I did some research of hospice patients and paid close attention to what they had to say. When I was younger, I did a similar project for school except at a nursing home. And while these people were all different, a lot of their message was the same. I feel like their perspective is important to remember. Number one, they wished they had been more loving to the people who mattered the most. Number two, they wish they had not spent so much time working. Number three, they wish they had taken more risk. Many felt that a fear of failure caused them to play it too safe. They knew that they could have had richer more fulfilling lives had they taken some risk and disturbed the status quo. Number four, they wished they had been happier and enjoyed life more. Most people regretted the time they wasted worrying about things beyond their control. They didn't realize they were capable of choosing fun and happiness until it was too late. Number five, they wish they had lived their dream. Many people's lifelong dreams went unfulfilled because they were too concerned with trying to live up to someone else's expectations. You are the only one who knows what's best for you. 
Allow yourself to be open to endless possibilities. And when envisioning your dream, remember the mantra, this or something even better. Number six, they wish they had taken better care of themselves. Most patients thought if they'd eaten better, slept more, and paid more attention to their health and well-being, they might not have gotten sick. They wish they had made self-care more of a priority. Making time to go on a nature walk, take a nap, or even meditate each and every day. Number seven, they wish they had done more for others. I had heard countless wishes from people who dreamed of making a difference through kindness, compassion, and acts of service. Many patients made the decision, oftentimes right from their hospice beds, to donate their money to charities and service organizations so they could positively affect the lives of others after they were gone. Pick a cause that is special to you and consider donating a bit of your time or money to help someone else in need. And number eight, they wish they had had more meaningful work. Many expressed that they had never enjoyed their job, but had stuck with it year after year just to pay the bills. They wish instead they had chosen work that was in line with their purpose and their passions, work that they were excited about and gave them a sense of fulfillment. Take some time to get crystal clear on what you're passionate about. You can then begin looking for work that speaks to these passions. And that was an article from a lady that worked in hospice care, and this was some of the common themes that she found when she asked people at the end of their life, what were some things you would do differently? What were some things you would tell your younger self? And as I thought about what was said in this article, I reflected on what my older self would say to me at age 50. Probably a lot of these same messages. How do I know? Because I would share a lot of these ideas with my younger self. I'm reminded that there will be no statue nor plaque. And if I go back and revisit schools that I worked at years ago, it's unlikely that I will find anybody that remembers me, nor any evidence in that building that I gave so much time, energy, and effort to what was going on in this school. If I'm lucky, I will be remembered fondly by former students and staff, though it will be a distant memory, one that rarely comes up, if ever. Something to keep in mind, teachers. Our current students are not our kids. When this school year is up, they will move on in life just fine without you. Once we leave a school, most of the staff we work alongside of and often aim to please will not be a part of our future lives once we leave the school. So imagine old Brian would encourage myself at age 50 that, hey, teaching is a job, but it is not my life. It can be rewarding. However, the old man would probably say I shouldn't devote so much free personal time towards the profession. And if I'm miserable doing something, he would likely encourage me to let it go and move towards something else that is a better fit. Time is ticking. Don't waste it. If the person at the end of their life has a perspective like no other. When making key life decisions, what would the older version of yourself say? The version who would be near death. The version who had no more time left and could only look back. The time you're going to invest into this school year 
is time you will never get back. It's going to be filled with highs and it's going to be filled with lows. But make sure it's something that you want to be doing. Something that you find value in. Something that is a good use of your time. The death clock is ticking. And before it goes off, I hope you make decisions that will help you truly live. See you next time.